Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. We head off to the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline. We welcome back to the show uh, a honored uh, media member in our country from NHL Hockey and Rogers. He's actually quite a humble man. For Century Casino Edmonton, every day is a game day at Century Casino Sports Bar and Lounge. Head to Century Casino, 131st Avenue and Fort Road. We welcome back Ron McLean. Hello, Ron. How you doing? I'm good. Uh, lots to keep me humble, Bob, for starters. But I want to quickly say to Penner's Pancakes, Kev, uh, I know he can hear it in your voice, and I hear it in your voice too, but it, it isn't uh, Penner's Pancakes. It isn't the streak, the losing streak in this trip. It's Depeche Mode Tuesday that has Bob sort of forlorn. And, yeah, right? I, I was crushed. I couldn't see that show. Like, that just, that really bummed me out. You know, the, you can't come, here's the thing, Ron. You, when, when the Oilers are in the crap like they're in right now, you can't come on the air full of uh, be sky high and full of energy. I mean, no. and they lose collectively as a team. And just so the listeners are available, and you know this, but when when your Jack Michaels did a decade up in Alaska, I did 13 years with the Alberta Golden Bears. Cam Moon did 22 in Red Deer, and you learn how to conduct yourself around the team, and you have to basically be the same when it's going good and when it's going bad. At least try. You can have a little bit more energy on the radio. And the other thing is, I'll be frank with you, it's 7 o'clock Eastern when we're doing the show out East. So my, I have to get used to my body clock hosting the show this late. I'm, I'm just being brutally honest with you. I know. I, but I have you, a hard time keeping up with you because I'm in the Eastern time zone and normally you're on the Mountain time zone. So, But I'll tell you a funny thing about that. Uh, you're in Washington where I did my first ever yes. broadcast. Uh, I did the Calgary Flames at Washington Capitals and John Chen was the producer john davidson was color with ed whalen and anyway uh the flames lost that night but i thought the show went okay so i get on the team bus to get to the airport to fly off to detroit they were playing the red wings the very next night and i'm kind of happy go lucky and john davidson has to lean over to me and said you know tone it down ron we don't get into a giddy mood when the flames have lost we if nothing else we have to feign that we're upset but i know you're upset and i have a, a couple of questions for you and i'll come back to depeche mode if i remember who's the sports psychologist right now is it dr Kimberly Amaro Ryan, or do you even know? No, uh, they have. Uh, oh man, I'm uh, George Mumford is working okay. with the team. Because I want George to Mumford. Joe, yeah, he just so everybody's aware, he was a roommate of Julius Irving's, and he's worked with Co- in the past worked with Kobe Bryant. So that's Jeff Jackson brought in George Mumford to work with the team, and he's been around the team to start this season. 
because this might I don't know your whole U of A uh, run but obviously Chris Knobloch was a you know a champion there and when they won in 2000 he it was a double overtime goal and he was the guy that set it up for Russ Houston are you there yet in 2000 or do you come later no, I called that game. That was uh, it was in double overtime. It's back behind the goal, and uh, Russ Houston actually <laughs> is on the show tomorrow with Reed Wilkins. Russ reached out today to get me to pass along the number. You can figure out who that number is. Uh, John Dunn was the yes, team was sports the psychologist, second. and you know yeah. the story. They poured the Gatorade over his head in the dressing room, right? Yes. Or do you know that? Yeah. Well, so uh, my point, it would have to be BioSteel now. <laughs> <laughs> when they get in, but uh, the fact is, uh, Dr. John Dunn was, uh, they felt was a really key ingredient in the, the way they built to that double overtime victory in Saskatoon, and, and and Russ always gave the credit, and you'll I'm sure discuss this, to Knobloch for uh, probably two penalties on the play, but he held one guy and he picked another in order for Russ to waltz out and go backhand shelf, but you saw it, so you tell me uh, about the, the and I think... Like, yeah, well, no, John, well, first of all, John was a dive in the grenade for each other type of uh, guy like he John did a lot of work uh, with our armed forces over the years not just in Canada but I believe with one of the uh, platforms in the United States as well I know he worked in F1 um, and he did uh, he would have worked for I know Kevin reached out to me on him with the Oilers as well probably before I started so so when I did the Bears 89 and 92 when Ian Herbers was there and Corey Cross and then the Bears again from 98 to 08 so I was definitely I was definitely there and not everybody needs it the same way just like there's people out there listening to this show that maybe don't need mental health support and and there's others that maybe don't realize they need mental health support and then there's others that recognize they need it and I think the same every athlete's different but there's no question John played a factor in the uh, 99 championship and the 2000 championship. The, the Bears had, uh, and, and ironically, in the next four years with Chris and Ron, the Bears were not ranked number one and twice lost in overtime at Nationals. Right. Uh, and dealt with, I'll never forget it, we came back from, I, I used to drive Rob Dom, uh, who was coach, he's over in Austria now. That's the mentor that Chris mentioned when he took the job. And the front page of the Edmonton Sun was U of A folding bears when they lost in double overtime to Brunswick and what I thought was the greatest university game I ever saw in Fredericton in 2004. And we flew back on the Monday and there, my wife shows me the front cover of the sports section. We just started laughing. We're like, well, we made it to the front cover of the sports section in an NHL city of the Edmonton Oilers. U of A folding bears. They lose one game all season and they're the folding bears. So, uh, but, oh yeah, I know. I hear what you're saying about John Dunn and, and all that kind of stuff. Well, I, I just think, you know, there were so many things about last night. I, Chris was great after what he said was, you know, the absolute truth of the matter. And there was a moment, and it made it to Twitter, where uh, after Dreisaitl has a great shot and uh, Krochetkov makes the save, the glove save, and they get back on the bench, and it's McDavid and Leon side by side. First Dreisaitl taps Connor on the leg and then vice versa. And it was, you know, they're still in it together. But I, I just, you can tell the uh, expectations, uh, the fear of failure right now, these two really haven't had much of that. They they may have had a little moment in the Duck Series in 2017, but for the most part, and of course they bowed out last year to Vegas, but 
As a rule, they continually succeed, lead the league in scoring. It's all on them right now. And Chris is coming in, you know, it's really... But Barubi made a difference when he went... We all credit Bennington with the turnaround in St. Louis. But I think Craig's way was important. And I think it's going to be... Chris will, you know, Jay probably could have done it and Dave Manson. uh, But they need to relax. They need to get into the starting hut at a downhill race uh, in a much more relaxed state. And how they get there is going to be up to... uh, Sports psychology, I think, and a little bit of uh, Chris's experience. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Well, all right. So here, I'll th- so we've talked a bit about the defense, you know, the goals against. Uh, the Oilers are the second worst goals against through the first 18 games of the season the last 20 years. The, the, the worst five teams didn't make the playoffs. They didn't recover. Uh, we talked a bit about, you know, having a lot of experience on the left side of the defense between Nurse, uh, Ekholm, and... Brett Kulak, uh, let's see, 577 plus 757 is 12, 13, 24, uh, and then give Kulak 433, 1,757 games of experience on the left side of the fence. And they've had, two of those guys were hurt to start the year. There's another stat that is quite telling. Last year, Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisettle, Ron McLean, scored a combined 116 goals in 82 games. 116 goals and better than a goal per game. They have six goals in the Oilers' last 15 games. Like they've never had a scoring slump like this. It's crazy. And that's why I How's think it happens. I do think it, and it's all over the team. It isn't just Stuart Skinner falling in the warm-up and falling again just before the fourth goal and, and Trip Tracy, yeah. who you had on, he was mentioning. You know, he thinks he's got a problem with a skate blade, and then comes the goal that uh, sends him to the showers. Uh, he, everybody's struggling. When Darnell came back from getting corked in the warm-up, uh, it might have been his first shift when they scored the opening goal, but he was lost in his coverage. And, uh, you know, they, they are just tight. Tight as a drum, and they've got to figure that out. And as as far as the goaltending, I was going to weave your Depeche Mode in. Uh, you might know. Uh, Enjoy the Silence, probably their biggest song. The video for that is uh, a king kind of marching around with a folding lawn chair. When we did the Olympics in Alberville in 92, that's what we used was a folding chair up in the mountains because we couldn't afford the IOC rinks. We couldn't use it for marketing, advertising, promotion, nothing. So we created our own logo, three folding lawn chairs up in the mountains, uh, which were blue, white, and red, the colors of France, of course. And Brian Williams and I did the opening to the Olympics. And a couple of days later, Karen Lee Gartner won the gold medal. And that was on Valentine's Day, February the 14th, 1992, the day. Peter Morazic was born. So that Depeche Mode video for Enjoy the Silence, how we did the Olympics and Morazic's birth, all leads me to wonder, Ken Holland drafted him first, you know, not first, but drafted him into Detroit. Maybe, maybe the, these whispers about uh, Morazic you know, being plucked out of Chicago or a possibility to, to go with Stewart. You wouldn't move Stewart, but you could certainly think of Jack Campbell going over there. Oh, I think Morazic's... Um What's he at? About uh, 2.8 million. And uh, Corey Perry 
uh, as, as, as well. There's some belief that he might be in play now. Right. If she, I mean, I guess the question I have for the listeners at this stage is, would you be prepared to trade Edmonton's number one, lottery protected, okay, so protected out of, let's just say protected out of right. the top ten slots in the draft, to get out of the Campbell deal, if, if and to you know if if Chicago can make the money balance itself out, and understanding that you're out of both Perry and Morazic at the end of the year. Now saying that the Carolina Hurricanes only paid f- four million to get a number one from the Leafs that was a 13th overall pick that turned out to be Seth Jarvis. Ron, if you end up getting that right with uh, Peter Morazic, you indeed will be our own personal Jesus. I just want you to know that. There you go. That's the way to put a bow on that. Uh, you know, and even last night, again, nerves. Fogel goes up on the top line, right, with Dreisaitl and uh, yeah. McDavid. And Trip Tracy, I listened to uh, the broadcasts on radio a lot last night because I was playing beer league hockey. Anyway, the, he said he liked it when they separated for the third period. I, I think uh, Chris Knobloch's more on the right track with once they caught a break on the offside overturn and there was a goal post struck and they scored that goal late in the second. Now they were kind of feeling they were a threat. You saw it. Uh, and, yeah. and we keep coming back to this. It sounds like, you know, how are you going to explain, you know, keep your optimism because they are the team we know they are so it's a it's a moment of somehow relaxation that's going to snap them out of this or in that case you know nothing to lose uh, yeah i mean ron at the end of the day we're looking at a team that last year finished the year 14-0-1 granted they had an easy schedule they're basically three players difference. They don't have Costin, they don't have Bukestead, they don't have Yamamoto. Brown was supposed to play replace Yamamoto. I thought Brown would be better than Yamamoto. He hasn't been. He's coming off that torn ACL, which he suffered here in Washington. So it's been a tough go. Um, there is another part to this. I want to, and 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 it disappoints me that we see this. Like I don't go on Edmonton, and I've had this conversation with Daryl Sutter, and some of the listeners don't like it. I don't want to see the Calgary Flames fail. Okay, I want Edmonton and Calgary to have the two best teams in the Western Conference. Mm-hmm. I'm not cheering for Austin Matthews to leave the Toronto Maple Leafs, but you know what happens in these situations. Oh, you losers out in Edmonton, you're not going to keep McDavid and Drysaddle. And I think that that's what infuriates a lot of the fans when, this, when they see the team not capitalized during the perceived window. Your thoughts on that? Well, that you know, it was an issue in the cap. You know, before there was a salary cap, you had to lose great players. But that's no longer an issue. I mean, what what Elliot said to you the other day is, in terms of making trades, the no trade request uh, that most guys have on their contracts down in the states to not come to Canada is a reality that uh, Jeff Jackson, Ken Holland will have to deal with. But the fact that Drysaitel and uh, McDavid would bolt, I, I absolutely don't see that. And I do think they will. I don't know if they can resurrect. This. It's a tall order they've you know, kind of carved out for themselves, but I wouldn't bet against them. And I and I certainly don't see them wanting to, you know, get out of Edmonton because the media attention or the you know backlash uh, from the public is too too stiff for the lack of privacy. No way. I think I think they enjoy it. I, I, I sincerely do. Uh, you saw it at the outdoor game. So that that was a again. Just get back to that. Get back to that. A little bit of uh, glee, uh, and and I think they'll be fine and I don't see them leaving. I absolutely don't. Well, I believe the best people, Ron, can handle the heat. And some days the heat isn't pleasant, right, when things don't go well. Um, I know in the eyes of the listeners, I'm a better broadcaster when the Oilers are winning games. 
which I right. actually have very little to do with. It's just the reality no, of, right. of doing a play by play by player color role. And about 98% of the interactions on Twitter um, or on text messaging are, are fairly positive and fair. And sometimes, occasionally, like, you know, there was a meme of me this week in a Oilers goal. I, I thought it was hilarious. You know, like, it, I, I kind of laughed a bit at it, right? But not everybody has, like, I just look at the top players. The top players can handle the pressure. I don't actually can, want the but, guys that but, can't handle the pressure. But I don't care how uh, successful you've been. Uh, there are moments when you start to doubt. And, and you can feel that right up and down. Like I said, Fogo was playing against his old team, Carolina. He got caught on that first goal of the game. There was a hard rim, and it came around first to Warren on the what would be the right wing side if you're an oiler. But he was kind of coming back to try and get the puck. He lost it to Jordan Stahl. And then Stahl tried a little bit of a wraparound, and then Darnell got confused. And yeah, it was just, but it, but Fogel then, you know, was really struggling with the puck the rest of that period because he wanted so badly to do a good job with the two big guns. So they're, they're you know, in our experience, our self-worth is always, you know, able to cushion against maybe social media and those kinds of uh, critiques. Yes. But within, your, but within your room, when you're really trying, as, as Chris said, Knobloch, when you're trying so hard uh, for the sake of, uh, you know, doing something more, boy, that's a... Uh, that you can see all over the lineup right now, and and that's why they need a class clown, uh, you know, or they need a goalie that somehow comes in and just gets them through a moment of that. And then, as we've discussed on the show before, Skinner, second year, that's so so typical of second year. Show. Happens. Yeah, he'll get through that. Absolutely. Sunny in Vancouver, Texas on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Bob, any chance the Oilers try to win games one nothing? Any other way they seem to try it, they've been getting beat from Sunny in Vancouver. Well, they haven't won, really won a... I mean, I guess Seattle he came back and, and won that game in overtime, but, you know, you, you take a look at it, Ron. They blew out Nashville 6-1. They took it to the Flames 5-2. That game wasn't close in the Heritage Classic. Right. Uh, they are up 4 nothing on Seattle. They they beat the Islanders four one. They've had one close win all season long, and that was against uh, Seattle in the return engagement. Like, frankly, I think they could use. I think Sonny makes a great point. They could use a one nothing or two one game to find well, a way to win a game. That's where they got into trouble in the beginning, don't you? That, that was the whole focus coming into uh, the new season was to. And you said it. They'll probably not score as many goals as a year ago because of that emphasis on defense and and systemic yeah. change and all of that seemed to backfire. And when they're when they're like I said, Paul coffee on the bench if nothing else he'll tell evan bouchard you keep going you keep attacking i know he got killed again last night but i think they are uh, they are the team that has to press the attack i, I feel and, and trust their in as chris said again just go to your instincts and their instincts are first i think offense uh, defense second yeah hey uh, just uh, just a bit on your guys's panel we watched a bit of the interplay with Kevin Bieksa, who I once told Dustin Penner he had to go fight again because Bieksa didn't. Bieksa was a good fighter, and he was a good fighter against middleweights and light heavyweights that weren't great fighters. Uh, he was smart, and he like he, you know he had that 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 sort of launch punch where he'd catch guys off guard yeah, once in a while. Uh, super right. And the one guy that got him was Kostopoulos, who the Oilers tried to sign. He was a, a underrated, sneaky, tough guy himself, and, and Kevin ended up dropping him in the return engagement. But I love the interplay, but specifically between him and Elliot. And Elliot is, uh, for me, he's just first class. 
he sits on stuff. He, he, you know, if a player's going through a difficult time, he'll read this. I know you do this as well, but you got to have fun with that. Like, just just give us some insight on what it's like oh, to work with those guys. The, ex- the first time we did a show together on Hockey Night in Canada, he said to the producer, Brian Spear, can you give me about 20 seconds on camera before you roll the clip so that I can set it up? And I thought, my God, who is this guy? And and he's, uh, I call him the mad physicist because he, he did that particular night. He was doing a thing on how a right-hand passer to a right-hand shooter, there will be a harder shot coming off uh, of that setup versus a lefty to a righty. And, and he proved it, and then he showed how the puck and centrifugal or centrifugal force affects the D-man pulling it off the boards. All these really technical things, plus his humor. He's got the, you know, again, I, I think of what Edmonton needs right now. It needs BX's laugh. You know, he, he has an ability to constantly stir up shit just to get you uh, so that you're relaxed, so that you're actually not thinking about uh, what you were rehearsing in your head, but you're listening. And that's that's trusting your instincts, which he's... And his... I've said this before. His father, Al, runs the unions out in... Uh, BC, he knows all about workplace stress. His dad's an expert at it. So that's what they need right now is a, to pinprick that tight balloon. And, and then Elliot and him, you know, they feed off each other perfectly. You know, we go every show after the Saturday night, we go to the bar and have a seven up, as you'd say. And, and it's just great to see, you know, them go at each other. Uh, it's, it's been a great dynamic. To, and, and then you throw in Kelly and Jen, and it's, it's a lot of fun. Awesome stuff, Ron. Love the time. And, hey, I love that you listen to the show as well, uh, which makes you a glutton for punishment. But that's uh, all good. Uh, We'll hook up next week, next Friday, okay? You just can't get enough. Sounds good, Bob. Oh, wow. Started and ended with it. Depeche Mode. All right. Uh, we will tell you the orders now. Injury reports brought to you all season long by James H. Brown Injury Lawyers. When accidents happen, go to jameshbrown.com. Edmonton is relatively healthy with the exception of the Dillon Holloway injury. Uh, if Jenny Kuznetsov, and we'll get some clarity coming up here from Al May. Chance he does play tomorrow, I guess. Uh, Backstrom and Pacioretty out. Uh, possible, well, certainly in case of Backstrom, probably for the season. Back with NHL today in three minutes' time. All right, we're going to go to NHL today. It is presented by Elite Promotional Marketing, your local branded merchandise specialist. Head to ElitePromoMarketing.com. Drew Shamalhorn and his staff at Elite. Here's Brendan Escott. There's the on-air button. It's another night without any NHL action. U.S. Thanksgiving has our eyes on football. Cowboys fans will be happy with the uh, most recent result there. Taylor Hall and Chicago fans, they won't be happy. He's out the rest of the season now with this knee injury. And as you guys talked about, Corey Perry absent from practice after being a healthy scratch last night. Peter Morazic also absent from practice. So we're not sure what's going on on there, an organizational decision. They've labeled it. Toronto placing defenseman John Klingberg on long-term injured reserve with an undisclosed injury that frees up $4.15 million in cap space. Uh, coming off a 2-0 win over Henderson, Jack Campbell and the Bakersfield Condors hosting Coachella Valley tomorrow night. Oil Kings fell uh, they fell 5-3 in the end to Brandon last night. Host Regina tomorrow in uh, downtown Edmonton, 7 o'clock puck drop and the nine and five alberta golden bears are in winnipeg this weekend they play the manitoba bisons 
still be 11 and 5 after this weekend. If you're looking for a great holiday gift, give the gift of travel this holiday season to New West Travel with a GC. Whether you're celebrating a special occasion or looking to surprise a loved one, give the gift of exploration, relaxation, and unforgettable experiences. Adventure awaits, and there's no better place to start planning. You can reach out to New West Travel or visit newwesttravel.com. Bob Stoffer in Washington, Brendan Escott and Kellen Kennedy are back in Edmonton. Kellen, who has a global news weather traffic update up next? I believe that is uh, Zach Ferguson, is it not? Yes. Oh, no. Zach Ferguson up next on... The looks of it. What's that? Sorry? (laughs) Looks like David Bowles on news tonight, guys. Oh, well, David's got it. All right. My apologies. David Bowles up next. Uh, And when we come back, Louis DeBrusque, you're listening to Oilers now.